Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fire Welcome to Fireside When we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than fireflies Stay tuned, Mickey's got the groupiest news From books to TV, the movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel my was power, earth you with features Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back As we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mashko. Hey, can I kick it? Yes, you can. And then there's Mauer. Beep Beep you. You, yeah, Messi. we got it. And we're moving on to the no the uh, the trailer for No Way Home because that's really the only thing we're talking about right now. So well, what did we all on. think? Wait. There was other things worth talking, but Manti decided that he didn't want to watch Superman and Lois after we've given him months and months of notice. And he kept saying, yeah, yeah guys, I'll watch it. It's not only the biggest superhero in the world, a well-received show, a well-critiqued show, a well-executed show on one of the topics and pillars of Fireside being the CW Arrowverse. He just decided, nah, so we're going to do this. No, that's not what happened at all. A, a crazy trailer drop that took over the internet and broke records for how many people watched the so trailer. You did there's a lot watch of people. Superman? There's I watched one extra episode. And I'm willing <laughs> to get it spoiled. I mean, you feel free to spoil it for me. There's a reason I didn't watch the show. So and maybe we can get into that into a later topic. But I will say that there's a reason that the internet's going crazy for Spider Man and the reason we're doing an entire Spider Man related show today because that trailer we've been talking about, seeing memes about, people freaking out about. We got all those those Kevin Feige mean memes where he's shooting people. All of that because of this trailer that finally dropped that is showing a lot about what to expect from the Marvel Universe moving forward. So how we Marvel talk about- Marvel was this close to doing one of the coolest things ever. And that was- Not doing not a trailer. Not doing a trailer. That would have been cool. They were this fucking close. Oh, well, whatever, we have one. This close to being like- <laughs> You know what? This movie doesn't need a trailer. We've already leaked enough stuff out. Um, and I hate to do this to you, Menti. It's kind of like what CM Punk and AEW <laughs> just talked about. <laughs> and you won't get this because it's wrestling. But it was the worst kept secret in the world. But it worked because they're like, you all know we're doing this. But you don't know how we're doing it. And it made a huge moment. And Marvel was doing that. Everybody knew there was going to be other things in there. But we didn't know how. We didn't, we didn't need to see them. I really thought they were going to go, you know what? No trailer. Here's a movie. Yeah, not going to happen. I mean, even with the WandaVision coincidence, there, this was planned, man. There, you, you can make the argument that the leaked trailer was planned. Oh, that was definitely planned. Mm -hmm. the, like all of the, and it's 100 brilliant. 100% behind that. Again, broke records. It broke its own record. It broke the MCU's record for most viewed, uh, for most viewed trailer in 24 hours. It beat uh, in, Endgame already. Yeah, but we've... We've talked about how the the Civil War trailer would have been so much cooler if they had left the Spider-Man part of that out of it. Sure. And we like, I don't think this trailer showed us much. I think we got like maybe a couple cuts from the rest of the trailer, but for the most part we got the first 20 minutes. Oh, that. That's their thing. Is, and how much of it is fake? I know. think I think the only thing fake Oh, you know what? Well, let's let's round robin. What did everybody think of the trailer before we start getting into this? Well, Mauer, what do you think? Let's start with you. Come on, negative Nancy. Let's get this out of the way. 
it was a Spider-Man trailer and Doctor Strange's hair looks terrible. Like that it that stood out to me. Um could you imagine being the person who watched that magnificent couple minutes and what man that hairpiece sucks. Dude, it, it must suck to be in your head sometimes. <laughs> and, and magnificent you you act like I'm excited about Tom Holland's movies. But the, the, yeah, but you but Andrew Garfield I don't think Phenomenal. he's going to be in it for more than a second. <laughs> and that's okay. That's all right. Let's go. Let's go. You don't want to see that? I want to or, see Andrew Garfield replace him and come this, back. There's a possibility that in the Sony world, this is now a thing. Again, we'll get into more of this later on, but the, the implications here are way larger than you're making this out to be that a hairpiece is the thing that you're hung, hung up on. Well, well, it, <laughs> over the, it, the trailer was an MCU trailer. You you don't know what to believe. I would have rather not seen it and had everything in my head go, ooh, I can't wait to see that, than to be like, here's all these cool things. Now, which one of these is going to be fake and they're you know, CGIing, changing this, or, you know... It, yeah, they, they have to taper expectations. The expectations for this movie are way too big, and trailers are an easy way to reel people back in before the actual thing comes out. Because the worst thing that could happen is they don't do a trailer, and then everybody has this built up in their head. Like, think Mephisto and, and WandaVision. This is what happens when people just get time to mull on things. And then, every, then all of a sudden the end comes around, and people are furious that it's a boner joke instead of it being Mephisto. You get, yeah, I mean, and then the, it's, the creator's like, who's Mephisto? That's my point. So it's much easier for them to just release a trailer to give you an idea of like, hey, just taper those expectations off a little bit. This is the direction that we're going in. Yeah, but now people are setting even higher expectations because they just saw the trailer and the the chatter on this thing and the you know the different potential storylines that we're supposed to see. It's out of control. So well, I don't think we're going to see any particular storylines. I think this is a it's an MCU classic based on classic <laughs> stories. Vasco, do you enjoy it? I know you're uh, as much of a fan of Tom Holland as I. Well, I shouldn't say Tom Holland, just his Spider-Man. His Spider-Man, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to talk about it that way as opposed to when I first started talking about him. Um, you know, nice guy and all that. I just, him in this role. Here's the, here, you had a problem with Doctor Strange's hair. I have a problem with Tom Holland's American accent where he's trying to pitch up to like a 17 year old or 16 year old <laughs> he had puberty late because when he i guess he got more muscular for this him mm -hmm. thinning out it looks like his voice got deeper and he aged like 15 years yeah like, he hey, looks his age now where he used to because he still had that baby face mm -hmm. he still looked like it now it's every other spider-man who's a 20 some playing a teenager but i can see what you mean where him doing an american accent and also trying to not have a deep voice Right. It, it's, it's distracting to me. I don't think it's going to take away from the, me enjoying the movie by any means. It's just it falls in line with my continued, uh, you know, me continuing not liking him in that role. But, you know, it's yeah, an but opinion. Your, dis your distaste for him made you forget everything else in the trailer. That's what I'm amazed by both of you is that you pinpoint on these super specific things and go negative almost immediately. Well, we saw some of the craziest stuff happen at a trailer and you guys are like hair and voice. There are certain things <laughs> that could take me out of a movie or a TV show instantly if it doesn't fall in line with the rest of what's going on. And that his, his voice is, is killing me right now. 
So you just did you go blind all of a sudden when you're when his when he started talking? Like, did well, you miss everything else? And when you no, saw it just his like, hair, did you just go like when ah! they were the, just cover the, your it, face? The opening part where they're on the uh, where they're lying flat on the building top or the rooftop there, and he starts talking. And and the funny thing is, so they have a relationship from what we understand. I don't think yeah. they have any chemistry they have whatsoever. None, zero. <laughs> <laughs> so that's even funnier. Um, so it, you know, it's a couple things that just adds up to where it it takes away. Now I was. I told you guys earlier, I just rewatched uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 today and loved them. You know, I almost oh. forgot how good they were. Ooh. And right, and a lot of people are going to say they were, you know, terrible. One's great. And, yeah, One's two's, a lot of fun. Two's iffy, Ooh. but still, his Garfield's performance in that right. as Parker Garfield's phenomenal. great. And he has, like, outside of Spider-Man, I feel Tom Holland's one of the most charismatic people in the world. Inside the Spider-Man movies, he just doesn't have that mm to it, so it kind of takes you out. As far as the rest of like the mind Speak for melding things, <laughs> like we, there's nothing they put into that trailer that you were like, oh, I couldn't like that you didn't see that could be happening. Mm-hmm. Like the Green Goblin pumpkin bomb and, and the, the we knew the, that was happening. The, the, no, it's all rumor. None of it's for. Willem Dafoe for sure. basically said, "I can't tell you that I'm in the movie." Right, and that's an exciting rumor. That's not a guarantee. And you're right; it, it everything was pointing in that way. But just because everything was pointing doesn't make it any less better. Like if all of a sudden you find out what's your favorite fast food, pick some like Taco Bell. What do you like? You find out you're getting it that night, right? That's a right. good thing. You someone said, "Hey, I'm going to get you Taco Bell," and you're like, "Man, that's going to be awesome." And then all of a sudden you get home and there's Taco Bell. And you're like, "This was just as good as I thought it was going to be." Not well, you know, I knew it was going to happen, so this taco sucks. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Both are you, you just, excited uh, to see the goblin in the movie? Yes, 100%. Really? Yes, because there was, and I know you're going to hate this, but there was an article written by a not so, it was an iffy news source, right? We're gonna, they, they, they rarely they, have it covered. They, they, got co- they cover things. They cover things, but anyway, and they're usually off topic. All come completely, but this time they made a they made a theory. I guess it was a theory or a, a rumor, quote unquote, that the Green Goblin's role was much larger than you think it is. That he quite literally is grabbing out all of these villains from the alternate universes that are coming into the main Marvel universe. To that Doctor Strange six. is trying to capture them, and at the same time, Goblin is creating the Sinister Six of all of the villains that we've seen thus far in the Spider-Man movies. Is brilliant, brilliant. Brilliant. It's incredible. It's an easy way to pull in the Spider-Verse from things that we've already seen. But we, tugs we on kind of talked strings. about that after the last Spider-Man movie. But, and? So, <laughs> okay. Again, what is your point? Just because something, just because something happens that you think is going to happen doesn't make it bad. Right, if it's but, an awesome thing. See, I would have rather seen a new Goblin. You know, Willem Dafoe, as much as I love him, and he's one of my favorite actors. His Green Goblin was not uh, it was not even remotely what I picture when I think of the Goblin, and that's fine. Now, if that's they fine. were to take him, and uh, his Green Goblin is Danny DeVito's Penguin, it's his own thing. But had they gone with the original Green Goblin, they were going to give him with the silicone mask and making him with the actual hat. I think it would have been a million times better. Potentially, and maybe but- if we got that Green Goblin. But that's not what we got. We got the Power Ranger Green Goblin. But that's what not I'm the saying point. for this movie. <laughs> if we were to get a legit Willem Dafoe, like let's redo and fix our mistakes, Green Goblin, 
that would be badass. However, I doubt that we're going to get that. No, you're not getting that mm-hmm. at all because you're quite literally getting the like. Here, you want to know where I think they lied in the trailer? I don't think that lightning is going to be yellow in the movie. I think it's going to be blue. I think that's the equivalent of Thor's eye, Thor having two eyes in Ragnarok's trailer. I think that's going to be blue lightning because it's going to be actually uh, mag or um, electro. electro. Exactly. From- this is where my colorblindness comes in hand because I thought it was electro anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's definitely it's definitely electro, but the color of the lightning is is it yellow instead of yeah. He's because he's more. Remember, man, they said he was going to be a different version. Yeah. Well, if they just change it to blue, boom, he's the same. But then all of a sudden we started seeing sand lift up out of nowhere and there was no rumor about Sandman. Then there was Lizard in a cage and there was no real rumor about Lizard either. The rumors that we've heard so far is was Morbius. I'm, I'm pissed off I didn't see Paul Giamatti Paul Gia- anywhere dude, in this. Dude, if Paul Giamatti shows up and we actually get an actual fight scene with that rhino. Why did people hate that rhino? Because he was open and closed. The rhino itself was great. It was just dumb how they used it. Right. They used it as a bookend for a bad movie. Like they like I would have much preferred to see more of that than a lot of the Well, if you would have focused on Giamatti and not Jamie Foxx, Amazing Although, Spider-Man 2 would have been amazing. Apparently, the it, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a is very similar yeah, to the Air's cut and everything else is that they're <laughs> Mark Webb's like this not my movie. It's been t- tampered with. Any it's sort of petition. True. So you're excited from seeing the trailer because of what we'll call the Felix effect. The ramifications and the connections and all the little things that it means. and, and I, I, the, the broader point on what all of the Marvel properties are doing right now is one of the most exciting things I've ever seen film do ever. Ever. The fact that it's connecting to things to this degree, giving a studio the easiest in and out for anything they possibly want, connecting any franchises that they necessarily want to that all have the Marvel branding from history. I mean, Wesley Snipes' Blade can be in Blade now. Like, there's a million cool things that you can do with this, things that you never thought possible are now a possibility, and it's pretty pretty wild how all of this connects. If you think to WandaVision, to Loki, to uh, No Way Home, and then, then to, uh, ending in Doctor Strange, there is real credence that this is Mephisto, and they've just been building up to it and keeping keeping fan anticipation high, because basing this on No Way, uh, One More Day, uh, Brand New Day, and uh, One Moment in Time, oh, it's Mephisto written all over it. The one thing that stood out to me for this, and, you know, Mashko, you saw something I didn't even see when I was watching it, um, was I think, and you might laugh, I think we're going Quantum Leap on this. I noticed in it, like, I'm watching it, and, like, he kind of looked, and don't hit me if you He looks like Scott Bakula? He looked like Tobey Maguire (laughs) as Spider-Man a little bit. He was in, like, a suit and kind of had, like, a Tobey-ish feel from the, uh, the one movie. And I, when he went out of his body, I almost feel like Doctor Strange is going to send him to the other multiverses to fix things. But it'd be cool if, like, he was Andrew Garfield. Like, he went in and he was Andrew Garfield. And that's how we get the cameos. You know, he, he's him, but everybody else sees Andrew Garfield. Well, let's, let's reel this back for a second, just because this, this was a theory that I saw that I thought was pretty brilliant, which is when you first see Doctor Strange and he does that strand, and it looks like he's pouring that gold liquid in when he's making the spell. You know, it looks like he pulls the strand of hair like he did the Thor and Ragnarok, and then he creates the, the, the rings. Right. The theory is, is that each of those rings is a different universe from Tobey Maguire's universe to 
uh, Andrew Garfield's universe to the MCU to Venom's universe. And that when when Spider-Man gets in and creates the mistake, which is, by the way, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not true. That's exactly how it kind of happens in one, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, one one moment in time. No, one moment, moment in time. Because he, he doesn't want... One moment in time. He d- well, you know why it's one, uh, one moment in time? is the It's an acronym for OMIT, which is what Joe Quesada did to the marriage of Mary Jane. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that's, Never that's, that's awesome. That's why it has that name. Uh, but he jumps out of this bubble that was made to protect him from the fact that Doctor Strange was altering time. He jumps out, grabs Mary Jane, and brings her back in, messing up that spell. Now, he doesn't really mess it up, but th- it's very similar in that regard. Uh, and then that creates those four timelines that we see, those circle timelines, as we've seen in Loki, our rings, all flipping and meshing and merging into each other, which crosses over from time to time, which is not uncommon for Marvel Comics. No, the, I think the biggest thing for me is, is WandaVision started off and got me really excited for what could be. And turns out that they were like, nope, we weren't even thinking about all that. Sorry. Here, you know, here's this... Very plain Jane ending that we were planning the whole time. Well, I didn't see. I hear that that it was originally Doctor Strange was communicating her through with her through the commercials. I'm talking about in Mephisto. the original scripts. I'm well, talking so about Mephisto. I, I think there's more to it than that. So here's, I think Mephisto connects in this way. I think her grabbing the Darkhold and her being at that mountain where Cthone normally is, which is the deity that gives her a lot of her powers, I think they're just going to do a cosmic cube on that and merge Cthone and Mephisto into one character. So I think Mephisto's in that mountain. She opens up the, the book, releases him. So now the timeline is now going crazy because of Loki, and he, because of seeing what Spider-Man's going through, uses that influence that he has with Doctor Strange to then create the madness that we get, which leads to him being the villain controlling Scarlet Witch in the Doctor Strange 2 movie. It it actually creates a great two-TV show, two-movie story arc where it all leads to Mephisto with subtle clues in each one. And they're tiny clues, but each one has devil clues, which is very bizarre. That, I mean, none of these connect in that way, but yet they keep throwing that stuff in because I think they know Mephisto is where we're all thinking and they're slowly yeah, Once they it. saw us go Mephisto crazy, I think everything <laughs> since then, they went, people really seem to like this. Let's, and I think they're doing the Iron Man 2 thing. The fans came up with a theory. Here's how they connected it. We're going to use that now with the, the little kid being uh, Peter. So I think all the stuff we saw was Mephisto and Wanda wasn't originally Mephisto, but now they're going to treat it as it is. I'm just nervous to get excited. I don't know because man. they've let me down. It, the, I don't. I I think this is more planned out than than we truly realize. I think this is this is long standing time now. I think this is they they had an I COVID kind of screwed a lot of things up for them and they had to pivot from. But I think the contract that they made with Sony is what we're seeing right now. I think this is a way to pull in the Sony properties because remember one of their big points was you want Spider-Man back, you need to put Venom in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Well, how do you do that? You could just say, all right, he's in San Francisco, he didn't know about any of this stuff. But really, if somebody snapped and they all died, he'd have known. And right. then you could throw put throwaway lines. But this is a much broader, more interesting way to pull any Sony Spider-Man property to now be played with in the MCU, or or gives Tom Holland an out into the Sony universe without affecting anything in the Marvel universe. It's brilliant because they can just rewrite. They can cut things out, add things willy-nilly because it's continuity or it's not continuity. Like the one above all is Kevin Feige in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He can pick and choose and dictate whatever. All right, and you don't like that? Out of continuity. 
Like, it's incredible what this does as far as continuity is concerned for films and TV. But what is the story of this movie for the self-contained movie? Like, what do you think this movie, other than setting up all these other cool things, like, what is the beginning, middle, sure. and end of this movie? I don't think that we're going to have a true end because I think it's going to, it's going to, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be the actual end of this movie. I think what's going to happen is the first act we saw in the trailer, right? That is him talking to Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange, a little bit more cocky than he usually is, but can we just address for a second that Doctor Strange, especially in the MCU, is inherently cocky? So all these people say it has to be him controlled. Right. But but the MCU one is super cocky. So my point is, all the people were saying that he just this doesn't seem like Doctor Strange. It seems a lot like Doctor Strange to me. (laughs) Have they read the comics where he's literally made people's mouths sealed shut just because he doesn't want to hear their voice anymore? We we all know seventy five percent of people watching these movies have not read the comics and are but even then one hundred percent good. You don't think that Marvel's, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Doctor Strange, cocky, confident surgeon, doesn't think that he would be the best source of Supreme to handle a spell like this? Because, well, I want to say you the F word again. He's not <laughs> the goddamn Sorcerer Supreme. He's still yet. learning. Like, he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. This is Doctor Strange, year two. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. He just learned how to use magic, but he's so smart and proficient at every goddamn thing he does. He just seems that he's more powerful and been doing it longer than everyone else. And so you can truly throw the whole Mephisto thing out of the water and just say it's Doctor Strange being cocky. It, and it makes perfect sense. You don't and have it would to be a Mephisto. better arc for his movie if it's him screwing up everything. It's still, I still think it's going to be him. I just think he's going to be manipulated by Mephisto. I think, that, I think either, either, I think either not Aunt May, Aunt May gets shot or Wong's Mary- dying. Or Mary Jane gets shot. Ooh, I would hate that. I think they're killing Wong. Um, well, so it well from one more day or one moment in time, it would have to, so Aunt May, that was, Aunt May being shot was the end was the big deal, which is what caused one more day. For anybody here, real quick breakdown: one more day happens after Civil War. He uh, reveals a secret identity uh, to help Tony in the uh, Superhero Registration Act. Uh, fast forward, uh, Wilson Fisk tries to kill him. Accidentally shoots Aunt May. Aunt May goes to uh, Aunt May goes to the hospital. She's about to die. He then makes a deal with Mephisto. Um, he thinks he's talking to Doctor Strange. He goes to Doctor Strange, tries to find Doctor Strange, and talks to this little girl who kind of sets him on a wild goose chase. But it ends up with him making a deal with Mephisto to give up his marriage to Mary Jane so he can feed off their agony, uh, and he would make uh, he would bring uh, back... Uh, Aunt May. Yeah, wouldn't let her die, essentially. Um, so he nullifies their marriage, and then you get a, a book called One Moment in Time. Hold on. At that point, this just popped in my head. At that point, Peter Parker knows and has worked with and has talked to Johnny Blaze Ghostwriter. So he knows that Mephisto's an asshole. Oh, dude. And isn't going to keep people alive and dude, is going to screw them over. This is this <laughs> this may be the most hated Marvel comic of all time. The 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 vitriol that this story gets to this day. People <laughs> and then MCU goes, we're going to use that. Well, I don't I think they're just taking one aspect of it. I think they're going to throw mm-hmm. most of it away. I just think they're using like spiritually this is the inspiration but nothing more. Kind of like Dark Knight Rises spiritually is No Man's Land. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I all all I have second. to say is if Vincent D'Onofrio shows up in this as Kingpin, I don't care what Holland does throughout the entire movie. This will make everything better. <laughs> but if all of a sudden he he takes a shot um, and someone uh, say say Wilson Fisk orders a hit and and MJ gets shot and a little girl is like 
Yeah, whatever. Who cares? If they make any other hint towards this story, it's got to be Mephisto. Uh, He eventually, Doctor Strange is the person who wipes his mind, as I said before, in one moment in time. And that is told to us in flashbacks uh, to kind of retcon the fact that Mary Jane still knows that Peter and them were married at some point. Like, it's just to make sure that they can get married again in the future. It's to Essentially, Joe Quesada hated the fact that they were married when he took over as editor-in-chief. He wanted Parker to be single. So one of the things he did... I think Parker's better when he's single. Sure, a lot of people would disagree with you. A lot of people would disagree with you, but I, 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 I get that. There's because there were so many. There was a such a huge chunk of his life where there was no. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that. A lot of people. There are some people to this day who hate Mary Jane because she was just added as a replacement for uh, Gwen, Gwen Stacy. So to this day, there's people who hate her, but she's so beloved, and their wedding meant such a big deal. Remember, it was huge when it came out, and it was it was great. But I, I really, the storylines I remember is almost like when she's dating other people, and he's got to be like. I want that, but I can't because I've got Hobgoblin here, you know, <laughs> shooting me. Like, like those were the parts of the story. I guess the darker Spider-Man stories were the ones I liked more, you know, or when she was diddling Tony Stark. Okay. <laughs> Great story. Uh, but so anyway, that's so a moment. In t- uh, one moment in time is just that Doctor Strange finally actually does the spell that re- reverses his secret identity. So that's what the I would assume the inspiration for this is. Um, but I do think it's going to be its own thing. And I think the second and third act, the second act is going to be him, uh, strange in him, finding, I think that box they're holding, there's a potential that that's like a prison. Because I think in that box is where the lizard was. And I think Strange put the lizard in there, and Strange just gave Spider-Man that cool, crazy suit to go out and hunt all of the other villains that just showed up, and the webbing in that will allow him to put people into that cage like Ghostbusters. So it's Ghostbusters meets yes. Spider-Man. Yes. Um, also, so if you're a toy person, the Hot Toys has already been released or announced for that suit, and there's lots of circuitry in it. Um, and like you see like the little circuit numbers on there. So it also looks like it's magic, but almost to react to electricity. Well, it's probably, (laughs) it's probably that same thing that he had to make his suit before. And then strange just messes with it. They, uh, there were some close up shots from the video. I don't know how they cleaned it up, but it looks very, uh, Wakanda like how the material of the black Panther suit was. If we're talking about that, Mm. Specifically. Possibly, possibly. But, I mean, you know, I, we can. I can send you a picture. Like you'll see. Like you know, on circuits has like the numbers of the little resistors and all. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely has those in it. I just think it was, it's probably just Stark, Stark tech that creates the suits, and then you throw Doctor Strange in there. It'd be cool for them to get around him not having the black costume symbiote, do a nanotech shell on top of that, where he can change the look and design of the Spider-Man costume. That's a rumor. That's a rumor oh, really? that, that that suit can do that, mm-hmm. which, which also adds credence to the fact that he's body swapping, that it's actually him in place of the Peter Parker who's there. But there is a it's never been confirmed. This is why you haven't really seen it on, on like comic book resources. But on social media, there is a, a shot of what looks like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield on set in costume that looks pretty legit. It's never been confirmed by anybody and it's probably nothing. But. It was making I, I really do think that when we see them, it's really going to be him like looking into a mirror or another shot of somebody seeing him to show that he looks 
he's a Spider-Man, but he's a different Spider-Man to other people. That's a possibility, but Marvel knows, and fan service is the name of the game here, Marvel knows that people want to see the three of them fighting. So what the, the, here's how I think the third act's going to go. Because go, back to your point where they're not going to be in the movie long. I think the third act is going to be Green Goblin creep, breaks everybody free and creates the Sinister Six. And then Spider-Man's like, I can't fight them on my own. And then he's like, well, if their villains can be here, why can't their heroes? And he goes and gets both of the spider that i think that's the reason that remember when that picture that that portion in the trailer when dr strange knocks spider-man into the astral plane right he's reaching for that like cage thing he's reaching for the thing that dr strange is holding which uh Moshko made a good point where it could be the um what's it called the it's pandemonium called- cube yeah what? yeah the so it's, it's the new pandemonium. this is new this is in uh heroes reborn which oh, we God. know you didn't read um, and actually, Deep neither now. have I, but I found this online. <laughs> That's the one for anybody new. It's the one where the the fake Justice League is the the main. The Avengers never existed. The superior never League, or... the Squadron Supreme, <laughs> <laughs> the Superior League. It's the Justice League, but Supreme. Yeah, basically that that cube is it's from Mephisto, and it, they're able to warp reality with it. So. If he's able to do that, maybe he is actually strange and he's doing, you know, the, the <laughs> so, things. So that well, cube, Ziggy? Remember that if be. you make a deal with Mephisto, he does something. He Not only does he take something away, but he also does something. Like, usually whatever deal you make sucks. <laughs> it's usually not a good thing. So it, One key point on this this cube, Blade is unaffected by it. So this could then introduce Blade vampires all that other good stuff so all, i think all of that comes out of doctor strange too because mephisto right. is the main villain i think yeah. that's i think all of this is leading to mephisto i think mm-hmm. even in loki the reason why when uh when that little kid was like when he, when uh, mobius was like who who gave you this and he points to the window that had the loki horns but it looked like the devil i think there's a reason we're seeing devil symbology in everything there's a like they realized we want it <laughs> yeah well I, what makes a if you are gonna do the the i mean look at the, the video game that they just announced the midnight suns video game if you're gonna move into this darker side of marvel what is the main villain that you're gonna do it with who else who else do you uh, pick? It, it makes sense it, it's pretty crazy i what just if this want ends? quantum leap meets uh, spider-man Dude, what if this ends with in Doctor Strange 2 where instead of him going, Dormammu have come to bargain, Dormammu have come to ask for help. Remember, Dormammu and, and Mephisto are from the same area, like the Dark Dimension in Marvel Comics. <laughs> they're neighbors. They're hell- they are. Can they're hellward. Can I get a cup of sugar, Mephisto? That dimension Dumamu. that they're in is split up between a lot of the Hell Lords, quote unquote, and Dumamu's one of them. So how crazy would it be if Mephisto was locked in this fucking, oops, excuse, now I did it. Was lo- <laughs> was locked I get in one. This mountain. I get one. <laughs> was locked in the mountain. Um, and then gets released, and now all of a sudden, um, Dormammu has competition. Yeah, like, how but crazy then we would also have to fit. Be? We had to fit what's his name into it too. Who? Um, oh my God, the bad guy from the end of Doctor Strange one. Why can't I think of his name right now? Oh, oh, Baramordo. Baramordo. Eh, eh. I mean, I know he's in it, but eh, eh, eh. Uh, they might turn him into a good guy by the end. That's what Marvel now does. They don't like to kill their villains. They just turn them all good guys. Has there been anything mentioned of Michael Keaton at all? Like, I haven't heard anything about him. <laughs> what? what? Oh, as the Vulture? Vulture, yeah. If you're well, pulling together the Sinister Six. I think that's... he's going to be a good guy at the end to help Peter. He wasn't. That Actually, great idea. Great idea. I, don't, I think, because there's going to be six other ones. You're going to have well, Sandman, was... Electro, Goblin, 
The rumor, well, there, let's let's go over the rumored ones first. So when, what, what have we seen so far? Electro, Sandman, well, maybe Sandman, but who else could it be? Say, uh, Electro, Sandman, Goblin, uh, Doc Ock. Uh, Mysterio has to come back at the end. Bruce Campbell. Mysterio, uh, that'd, be, that'd be hysterical, but Mysterio has to come back. But Morbius was the other one. Remember, Morbius was leaked, well, not leaked, but rumored to be the other villain in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and remember, they made a big deal like, oh, that's not, they don't cross over. I mean, they, they tried to squash all those rumors, but that's been floating around. Well, Marvel tried squashing it. Yeah. And the, the girl from Sony was like, oh, no, they'll cross over. It's great. Um, they they yeah, pushed I think, the release, too. I mean, this is very possible that this movie, I don't think it's going to happen, but this movie gets rid of Tom Holland and puts him in Sony, and we get someone like Miles from here on out. This movie, I doubt it's going to do it this early, but it leads to that. I think we'll eventually get Miles, but I don't think it'll be while Tom Holland is still making movies. Maybe one together. And yeah, you then don't Tom, think- Like, I think at the end of his uh, contract, you'll get like one or two where they overlap, but that's it. He's got, what, six movies now? Seven movies? The, there was, the, the rumor was nine, remember? He was supposed to do three in high school, three in college, and three out of... So people grew up with Spider-Man like Harry Potter. Like the, remember, his original contract was rumored to be nine movies, and he said he'd play Spider-Man until they tell him he can't. Because <laughs> they're not going to tell him. He's just going to like show up on set one day. There's going to be a young kid there again. He's going to be like, I'm new Spider-Man guy. He, they don't aw. tell me anything. He's going to have to be a doctor then going through college because he's going to be like 35 when he's shooting that final <laughs> college movie. <laughs> yeah, this... Uh, and I, I'm doing this on purpose now because I don't want to be excited it's Doctor. It's Doctor Strange, and it just—it's not jiving with how I originally saw Doctor Strange two being. Dude, just think of this as the intro to Doctor Strange. Well, 2. no, <laughs> I was expecting Doctor Strange to be much darker. This still doesn't look dark. Well, because because I I don't because it's not Doctor Strange's movie. It's it's to give us a multiversal Sinister Six fighting Spider Man in a Spider Man movie. That Doctor Strange is the catalyst to give us the dark Mephisto movie that's next. This just opens the door to allow for a dark movie that you want. Because they're not going to make the Spider-Man movie dark. <laughs> like, that's not the movie that's going to be dark. They're no, going to make... I'm saying just the, do- the Doctor Strange in this still seems a little goofy. Because uh, he would in the Spider-Man movie. What was the last Spider-Man thing that was released? It was a, like a kid's show for like four-year-olds. Like, Spider-Man is the child movie of the MCU. It's the kid movie. It is. It's that, that franchise. It's the youngest franchise. It's supposed, and it, it was. That's remember. That's what made Spider-Man popular in the first place. He was the first teenage superhero with problems. That the whole thing that made him stand out in the superhero pantheon was because he was a young kid with problems. Well, this Peter Not- Parker needs more problems. Well, he's this. Pre- he's this got the girl with, pretty early. This opens with a pretty big problem, bro. It's a pretty pretty big problem that's going on. He needs about ninety-eight more problems. I think the funniest of all the theories that I've heard. I think the funniest has to be uh, Daredevil. That everyone thinks. Wait, that the where guy did who, they think they saw Daredevil? Everyone in the thinks interrogation that, room. Yep. Wait, the guy with the pot belly and the super hairy arms. <laughs> the hairy arms, and everyone's like, "See," and then they pull up pictures of uh, of Charlie Cox. Say, "Look at his arms." If you actually watch that part of the trailer, the guy walks in. He's got a stack of papers, and he just throws them down on the desk in front of him. You think Murdoch's going to do that? Yeah, it's not going to be Charlie no. Cox. If anything, that would be foggy. First off, he's holding it with two hands, and he's the blind lawyer. <laughs> like, wouldn't he have his walking stick? It's true. In are one we, are hand, we talking Foggy from Affleck Daredevil? 
Dude, that would be amazing. Could you, oh, and Happy Meets. Could you yeah. imagine Meets Happy Meets Foggy? Dude, that would be incredible. There's so, and that's a possibility because of how crazy this movie is. Like the pot, the implications of this movie are wild. Now, if we get Ben Affleck as Daredevil in this movie, and we get Ben Urich, dude, what if from now on can be crazy? You remember those Marvel shorts they used to do that were somewhat cool? Remember the yeah, King until the, the fans one? complained about them because they didn't want to have to wait to watch them on a DVD. Oh, they that's just, dumb. They but wanted they can, them to be at the end of every movie. But now they can just put them on Disney Plus. Boom, problem yeah. solved. My point is, is that th- there's a lot of wild. Like you can have Murdoch's collide. It's and like and like I had said before, we were talking about it, when are we going to get just a Spider-Man movie? Like I want to see just a Spider-Man movie. I want to see him be Spider-Man. When Sony gets them, because they can't play around with anybody else. They, th- dude, Spider-Man is the new two-in-one. He is the two-in-one version of, of, he's the comic version of two-in-one for movies. Every movie, he's, got, he's partnered with somebody else. And to be fair, Marvel Comics has done that forever. It's just kind of weird that they do it with Spider-Man. But I could see Sony being like, can you just like put one of your big stars in every Spider-Man movie? Like, I could see that well, being... And that, so that's just what it feels like, because we know that's why it's done in comics. The movie, it doesn't need that. Like, the characters they're doing, everything is... Unless you flip this, which is very comics, <laughs> which is you are doing it to bolster the popularity of Strange. Because Spider-Man is way more popular than Doctor Strange, regardless on those movies. So you now put Doctor Strange in this, the likelihood more people seeing Multiverse of Madness goes through the roof. Yeah, it, it, we... We got so close to a legit just Spider-Man movie with Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Sony jacked it up. Like, out of all of the movies you saw, like, we haven't had just a, a Spider-Man in his prime swing of things, like, being Spider-Man. Tommy McGuire's 1 and 2. <laughs> he still, he was learning to be Spider-Man. Not, not in 2. Not with Doc Ock. But 2, he was still struggling in college. Well, sure, but that Spider-Man's always struggling. That's kind of his thing. Like Spider-Man with a, when Spider-Man's not struggling, it's boring. It's, it's it goes back to you saying him being married. Well, no, no, whole- but Spider-Man I, out of school, like the Spider-Man, the time where Spider-Man's out of school, where he's oh, just, you want you wanted an adult Spider, an adult Spider-Man doing. Yeah, it's gonna be a while before you get that. So Sony would have to make their own kind of thing for that. Like that Amazing Spider-Man two had all the earmarks of just kind of having a Spider-Man's big worries was his personal life. And the bad guys, and he's kind of living on his own and doing his own thing. Yeah, no, I, it's going to be a long time because of the connected universe is too important. Sony decided that with one character that they were going to be able to pull that off, and no. So you got a crappy movie that could have been really good. I mean, it's how many sequels go that route? It's the it's, yeah. it's the name of the game. Spider Man Three. <laughs> Spider Man Three is the, one of the worst. <laughs> But how funny would it be if if uh, Venom from uh, Tom Hardy's Venom runs into Topher Grace's Venom, smacks him up, and then leaves him bleeding in a corner? Is, I would. How great of a like, and that's an end credit tease that can that can happen in Venom now. Like <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> the moment this happens and Venom and they make any reference anything to to Venom to any to Morbius any of that, the floodgates are open. Now you're going to see crap everywhere. And now it makes a lot more sense to why we saw the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man on the wall in Morbius. Yeah, it's... 
as long as it's done in moderation, you don't have to use, like, you don't have to splatter this shit everywhere. Because I, I, the is, paintbrush is there doesn't mean you have to paint everything with this color. And this is where I would say, now, Mashka is usually in the middle between the two of us, and to some degree he is right now, but I think he's more on the Maurer side of things. But I think the right the right way to look at this trailer is a little bit of both of us. You are way too negative on this because you're fight, you're finding the things to be pissed off about where I'm ignoring all of those things because I'm excited by implications. The point is if you get your, your, your expectations too high, get your hopes too high for this, you're going to be disappointed regardless. Very few movies are Endgame, and Endgame had problems that we all ignored. I mean, for the most... And so and Endgame's not a good movie. Ooh. Endgame is a great ending to a 10-year buildup. But as a movie, like a standalone you, movie, like if you took away all the other feelings you had going into that out of your experience, it's not the best movie. Infinity War is actually much worse as a movie like Endgame has nostalgia and build up and closure. And, you know, as far as wrestling, it's a few dream matches in there. Like you see things <laughs> that you really wanted to see this whole time. But I would say other movies like Iron Man were a better movie. Oh, sure. It had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And the third Avengers movie, fourth Avengers movie, is definitely not going to. It's just going to have middle, middle, end. <laughs> or middle, <laughs> middle, middle. Well, not, not end game. I think we're like Maurer and I see eye to eye right now. So for anybody watching, I'm, I'm, I don't know if we'll get this video out, but Menti's wearing a, a hoodie, and it's got every single Marvel... Avenger character on it, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Panther, there are numerous people on there. A lot of people like that. And then there are some people, and I think Maurer and I are completely in agreement right now, where we want to see one of those characters, and it's just that one. We're tired of seeing the, you know, everybody in a movie. Like, how many stars are in this Spider-Man movie? There's going to be a lot. There's a lot of characters. What happened to, you know, the standalone Punisher movie? You know, like because it's Marvel Comics. I Marvel, know, but if Marvel you... Comics lives its life, that's why they're all in New York. They they cross over all the time. That's but that's but that that's the negative of a connected universe, Moshko. You can't. You're not going to get that anymore. <laughs> like those days are done. You're I rather have, have the not connected universe. Mm. Sure, but again, a movie like this and Loki opens up the doors for you to tell stories that are unconnected universes. And that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, they just don't take this paintbrush of, we have all this stuff, and let's pull them all into the center. Let's focus more on the dots that we can pull from, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, you, there's a lot where I can dip over here, and I paint on my nice, shiny, like, oh, look at my MCU. I'm, I'm bringing all these cool things into it, because I can. Well, let's just focus. Hey, there's a thing over here. You don't even have to explain it other than here's a what if or a, a multiverse, like MCU multiverse films presents Spider-Man. It's a freaking what? Andrew Garfield film. Straight Spider-Man. Like the Spider-Verse. Film. Yeah, that's kind of, that's a cool idea. But, like and, something and like that would be amazing. However, I doubt they're going to do that because they want everything pulled towards the center, not pushed out. Well, right, because they want a continuity, which is the thing that made them billions and billions of dollars. I mean, the whole reason that we're still talking about this in the first place is the fact that it was connected to the first Iron Man movie you're, you you brought up earlier. I mean, that is the reason we got to this point. So they're not going to just abandon that. It is the bread and butter of what makes the Marvel Cinematic Universe work. You don't so, have to abandon it to still do both. Sure. Well, no, you can't. 
So this is what you let me finish. So you have to get to a point where the multiverse opens up to tell those stories if you want everything to be under a continued continuity. This is the point I'm trying to make. The the where we're moving allows for everything everybody wants, but you have to get there first if you want continuity to survive it. And that's what they're trying to do. All of this is to create the ability to write and do whatever the hell Kevin Feige and the rest of those at the Marvel Studio wants to do and get rid of anything that they want. That, like, for example, you want As a, a dark... single continuity, though. Well, no, no, no. Because now that there's a multiverse, you can do whatever you want that still works within the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But it still feels like anything they do outside the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to build towards effect or impact a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They said that they weren't going to be doing major crossovers for a long time. Except. <laughs> no, even um, even Kevin Feige was asked about that, about Jim Shooter's comments about uh, Secret Wars. Is that what you're getting at? No, I'm saying you don't think Doctor Strange having Spider-Man and all those people is in a major crossover? No, it's not a 10-year-long 10, 10 crossover event that build up over 22 movies. No, absolutely not. I think what they're going to do from now on is have smaller things that connect through multiple movies and or shows. So two movies and a show. Two shows and a movie. Just to kind of set the stage to do the next 10-year-long epic. I mean, we, you know what we're at right now? We're in the 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 uh, annual books that come out between major story arcs. That's what you're seeing. You're literally seeing a new writer put everything into place for what they want the future to look like. That's what this is. They're changing things and retconning and moving things around so that way the next long epic that you don't want can be told. But... The, the thing that you would, should be happy about is this story allows for the ones that you want. So someone can go and say, I want a Dark Carnage movie where Spider-Man never exists. Okay. Because it can be under the MCU and still be fine. And that's cool, but I, I still have my doubts that they would let that happen without having Tom Holland be aware of it or show up in it or do something with it to connect or pull it back. Sony can do whatever the hell they want on that regard. Well, that's a Spider-Man thing, but like a Ghost Rider movie. Like, hey, just give, I don't need any other mother beeping character in Ghost Rider. Dude, technically, when this is over, that Modoc show on H on Hulu is part of the MCU. You're never gonna hear it referenced. No one's ever gonna talk about it, but it's part of the MCU because it's terrible. Yeah, I completely agree. But that's my point. It's exactly my point: is that they can do things that do not connect to any because it's the Marvel multiverse, dude. We know Cyclops' vision, his, his beams come from portals that lead to a universe where it's just red energy. That's it. That's all that's there. But it's infinite they possibilities. they doesn't mean they will, and I doubt that they will. That's what I'm saying. On, it depends on what is thrown their way. Like, if somebody comes to them with a Joker, they're going to do it. If it makes a billion dollars, hell yeah, they're going to do it. Absolutely. But before, it was a guaranteed no. Now, it's I still it's say it's an 80% no. No, I'd say 50-50. It all depends on what someone shows them. If someone, gives, if someone brings, like if you write a script right now that's like the greatest script ever written for throw a villain or whoever out, throw whatever you want out there. It's just a ghostwriter, Johnny Blaze movie. It's the greatest script ever. Johnny Cage or uh, Nicholas Cage cries when he sees it. He's like, no one's going to remember me. And you're like, damn right, that's how good this movie is. They're going to make that if they think it's going to make them money. And it's going to go on Hulu instead of Disney+. Plus. That's the difference. But did they it, already do it. They already do up. it. But didn't James Gunn say recently that he had a Moon Knight script he wanted to do as a movie and they shot it down? Because they probably they may have had already other options of what they wanted to do, but that was also prior to the moment we're talking about. Everything prior to But doesn't if matter. they had all this planned, 
they knew that they could fit it in. That's what I'm saying. It's either a plan. Unless, unless they were already working on Moon Knight. Unless they already had Moon Knight plans. Dude, Moon Knight was the one of the first shows they announced for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, those cocksuckers. You're right. They should <laughs> they should have held off on that after seeing what we've been seeing. They should have probably waited. But who knows? Maybe it's great. But here's the thing. If everybody hates it, it didn't happen in Marvel's continuity because of Loki. Get my point? <laughs> if everybody hates it, you could write that shit out. Just make a new one. That's that's what's so crazy about this. Mauer, you could quite literally start the Change.com petition that gets rid of the Moon Knight travesty whenever it happens. If it happens. <laughs> Free Shia LaBeouf. Free Shia they, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And it's a possibility where it definitely wasn't before. Yeah, they, they just, they seem hope, set in their ways. It's the, it's, it's the same. Hope never dies, just like they said in the last no, what if dead. show. In the Messy last what if. Thing. <laughs> hope never <laughs> dies. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. This is Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, yeah, YouTube. Welcome to Fireside. Go to Moscow Collects, buy some stuff, support the man. He supports the show. It'll kind of, you know. I don't, pay I don't the know. man. Yeah, just pay the man. That's really <laughs> all I'm getting at. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Moscow. I'm Mr. Mauer. What if still a thing? Dude, that last what if was Yeah, amazing. check out episode three. Three was so Can I skip like episode two? Yeah. Uh, episode two is fun. Are they doing they, anything connected between nah. these? Not okay. that we know of. Then I'll skip it. it. It'll, it'll end connected, but no. The, yeah. second, the second one was fun just because it's Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. All right. I'll watch that. Watch What If. I'll check it out. Watch Superman. We're going to talk about it next year when it starts up again. Sooner or later. It's a great show. Lucifer starts in two weeks, two and a half weeks. Mancy's not going to watch that either. Feels episode uh, three. CM Punk shows up this week. Yep. And we'll have the the dual issue of that. Uh, My work life uh, late shift is kicking my ass right now. Oh, no. You're not. There's no late shift anymore. You missed that. Oh. You, uh, You have a new name. You are the confidential crusader. <laughs> so when you can't tell us why you can't be on the show, we just assume you're out there fighting crime as the confidential crusader. I like that. And I whispered, I yep. can't tell you. So I'm assuming you took out late shift. More on that to come <laughs> in future Fireside episodes. Deuces. Oh, Midnight Suns. We'll talk about it. Oh, that game. Oh, my God. We completely forgot about that. Damn. That needs, um, its, own, that needs its own episode. Except they spelled it wrong. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>